0: has some Philadelphia Quakers on his top 10 Philadelphia Flyers of all time. Uh, I guess Philadelphia hockey players. Welcome to Overtime Hockey Talk. My name is Mark Paul. And on today's show, the top 10 Philadelphia Flyers as we continue our top 10 series. Uh, If you want to go and check out all the other teams that we've done, uh, we have done well over half the teams now. So uh, go go check those out. Just hit the subscribe button. Go back to the old episodes. And uh, the beautiful thing is that those those episodes, you know, you don't have to, nothing, nothing that's happening in the season right now is going to affect those episodes. So they're there. Anytime you're bored and you're like, I want to listen to something that isn't the same exact talking head, talking about what happened last night in this game. Like you can go back and you can listen to those and and we had a lot of fun doing them. So we hope you enjoy them. But the Philadelphia Flyers is on the docket for today. And, uh, you know, as we do always, uh, we're going to run through our just missed list. This, this is a team with a lot, of, there's a lot of good players that have played for the Flyers. Uh, they've won a couple Stanley Cups, been to some Stanley Cup finals. Justin, who just missed your list?
1: Oh, my just missed is a guy who recently this past week became the fastest Carolina Hurricane coach to 50 wins, Rod Brendamore, tip of the cap to you, sir. Um, I've also got Reggie Leach and Jakub Vorchak. I used Jake- to have a dog named Reggie. Did you? I know.
0: I remember Reggie. Good dog.
1: It was a good dog. Anyways, those are the three guys that made my just missed list.
0: Okay, yeah. They uh, they all also missed my list, but they weren't even on my just missed, although they could have been. I have Mark Reckie on my just missed list. Wow. Which uh, he may be on your list. Uh, he, he just might. He was... He's ninth all time in scoring, uh, six hundred and twenty-seven points. He also is up there in points per game, and he's sixth all time in points per game. So, uh, definitely a really nice player for the Flyers. A guy who, uh, in my thought for having him not on my list, and and I, we'll, we can get to him more when when we actually talk about him on on your list. Uh, my thought was just that he was there at weird times. Like he's there from ninety two to ninety five and he had his, his like his two best seasons of his career 123 and 107 points uh, he had one other 100 point season with the penguins before that and then he leaves and he comes back in 98 until 2004 so he kind of missed he missed the the 97 when the flyers went to the Stanley Cup finals could have uh, used him he did have he did have a couple really nice playoffs for the flyers he had a an 18 points in 18 games and 10 points in 13 games but uh, just I guess never really did anything massive. A couple conference finals and or one conference final, and, and that's that's it. And did not make the playoffs in the first three years that he was there with the Flyers. So that, that was some of my reasoning. So it was two best seasons with the Flyers, didn't make the playoffs. Uh, my other two guys, Eric Desjardins, missed my list. Uh, I just, in reality, I have uh, one defenseman on my list. So that one wow. defenseman is a Hall of Fame defenseman. So. Uh, yeah, he misses my list, and then Chris Pronger and Peter Forsberg couldn't put him in there. But I thought about two Forsberg of the greats minute, to play but, for them. But Chris Pronger's career ended as a Flyer after who was it? It was a guy in the Leafs, I believe. It was uh, Mikhail Grabowski, high-sticked Pronger and gave him a concussion, <laughs> and that ended his career. <laughs> Don't laugh.
1: Way to Isn't go, that funny you I'm dick. Sorry, you know what?
0: <laughs> Screw this
1: shit! I'm yeah. leaving. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're number ten. Number ten, uh, Brian Propp. Hey, me. that's number me too. I got him be number ten in all-time scoring. Uh, yeah, I mean, just he was there there for the good years. I mean,
0: he was in the in the '80s when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, the one year he had he uh, yeah had nice playoffs actually, a really nice playoff, like 148 points in 160 games in his in total. Uh, but for the Flyers, yeah, I mean, he won the, in 98, 90, uh, 87, 28 points in 26 games. Yeah, he never won the Stanley Cup, though. Didn't win the Cup, but it was no. on some really nice which years. is
1: why he was a little bit further down on my list, I think. But, um, yeah, just wasn't there for the glory years, uh, 80s, again. I, I Fourth all-time in points per game. Yeah, he, I mean, he was great production-wise, and he consistently put up you know 40 goals every single season for like five straight years. I mean, he he was up there but um also second all-time in goals, so. Yeah, but just I I didn't again not having really watched him play that much and not knowing too much about him. He's not one of those guys where like if you say his name people are really going to know who he is.
0: Yeah, he was he was a he was probably like the highest scoring player on a team in the 80s that like they were good but they were overshadowed by right. a lot of other players and a lot of other teams that were well, of course, you think Mario Lemieux is playing for the Penguins in the same division, so
1: yeah. If you go to if you go to any random Philly fan and you ask them to name off, you know, your favorite Flyers, he he will probably never make that list.
0: Yes, unless you're born division. in like 1977, and so you're like nine years old when he's ripping it up. That's and he's true. All you remember, then then you might. Uh, so yeah, okay. So he's on number ten on both our lists. Who's your number nine? Ah, uh, number nine for me, John LeClair. Okay, I've uh, got him at number eight. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. definitely same same idea there, John LeClair. Uh, fifth all time in goals for the Flyers, but scoring goals when goals were hard to come
1: by—that's very true. Yeah, that '90s era. I mean, he—you know—growing up, he was one of those guys on the Flyers where I remember just watching him, and he embodied what I what I thought of the Flyers. Right, really tough to play against. Bullies, just he was just mean and nasty. But yet there was something so, so sweet about him that I just I really liked. <laughs>
0: and I mean, he was a part of that. Uh, that Lindros, the Legion of Doom line. It, he was. It was Michael Renberg, Eric Lindros, and and John Leclaire. The fact that I said Michael Renberg first, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Usually the guy, he's like the Steve Ruchin of that Salani Korea Ruchin line. Like, right? Who cares about Ruchin? <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, John John Leclaire was just unbelievable. Like, probably at the because you had Eric Lindros and John Leclaire. They were like the two best power forwards in the NHL playing on the same freaking line three straight fifty goal seasons, like who does yeah, that anyway yeah the guys and, scored, again, in, in an era that, where
1: goal scoring's not big,
0: yeah, and uh eighth all time in goals, and yeah, just I think he's fourth all time power play goals I so, yeah, just just through the roof. Uh, I actually have Tim Kerr at number nine, so Tim Kerr, all- time power play goal leader, third all time in goals, uh he's seventh all time in points and he was on that team also in the in the 80s and from from what i had been reading about him that he was kind of the he was the guy who was scoring the goals for this team like he was the sniper of this Philadelphia Flyers team with you know Brian Props feeding him the puck and he's the one scoring uh, he had 254 goal seasons and 258 goal seasons and then 148 goal seasons so almost 5 50 goal seasons for this Flyers team. Uh, he got hurt in one of the years in between, only played eight games. So, But, yeah, just a, a great goal scorer. And, uh, yeah, Tim Kerr. Okay.
1: Fair enough. I, I basically have him flip-flopped with LeClaire and Kerr.
0: Okay, you, so you have Kerr at an eight. I do, Okay, yeah. And uh, let's go 7-6. Who's your 7-6? All right, six?
1: 7 for me is Ron Hextall.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: a guy who, again, when you think of... Is,
0: is he... Uh, you, I. He's one of two goalies on this list. Actually. That's very true. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> if I leave the other one off, I mean you can just cut the show right now and yeah. I'll go home. But see a list. Uh yeah, I mean first goalie to score a goal himself though, right? Not banked off another player
0: or accidentally put in the net. Yes, that was the so. first goalie the first goalie to score Billy Smith, I think was it? Okay. Because he touched the puck last. last and like had given it to a player and then they scored in their own empty net. Right. On a bunch accident. of dumb dumbs yeah, that's, that's no
1: <laughs> just it's people trying to make stupid passes yeah. and it just goes all the way back down. But yeah, so he put it in that. I mean, this is a guy who was just as nasty as any flyer forward or defenseman at the time too for a goaltender. I mean, he racked up some freaking penalty minutes and actually I'm pretty sure he's number one in terms of penalty. Yes, minutes.
0: 476 penalty minutes in 489 games. So and almost a penalty minute per game as a goalie, right? He mean, we were just talking the highest goalie last year had 14 w- penalty minutes right? all year. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that was nothing for him, and he and of course all time twenty seven assists. Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of points. He could handle the puck. So I mean, he he was your you know your your Mike Smith of the era back then, right? He could he could do it all, and so and it doesn't hurt that he leads or is Mike Smith the Ron Hextall of our era? There you go, Uh, even better.
0: uh, Most wins in Flyers history two hundred and forty. Of course, does have a weird save. It was eight nine five save percentage, but that's because he played in the eighties and that
1: era was all messed up. Look at Grant Fears. Right, right. You know, yeah. stats if
0: you want to talk about Still, gold. Tenders. Yeah, it's hard to hard to compare the two eras, and and the equipment was so different, and yeah. But I have Ron Hextall at six. I actually have Claude Giroux at seven. Interesting. Uh, Claude Giroux is my number six. Okay, all right. We're just flip flopping everybody. Love it. Yeah, I mean, in terms of current Philadelphia Flyers, uh, and and what he's been able to do up to this point. I mean, he's essentially, the, the, I think the coolest part about him is that he's reinvented himself as a winger. Like he he went from really, I mean, think 2000, when did the Flyers beat the Penguins in the playoffs? Remember that year? 11. Uh, it was 2011. Yeah, when they and, lost to Chicago. And, and people were talking about, like this Flyers team is, like Claude Giroux might be the best player in the world, is what I, people were people were talking like. Right.
1: That. And and it was it was basically where you had Crosby and Giroux going at it every game. Yep. Like
0: they yep. were fighting almost every game. It was fantastic. I loved it. So yeah, I mean, seven fourth all time in points. Uh, my guess is that when all is said and done, he'll probably be second. You know, he'll he'll pass up Brian Propp and uh, Bill Barber. He's, so Bill Barber's 121 points ahead of him. My assumption is that sometime over the next three or four years. Probably th- two two years, maybe he he ends up with 120 points. I think that's pretty reasonable. That's fair to in say. In the next two years, he should be second all time in points. Uh, definitely doesn't have the he doesn't have the goals to his name. Tenth all time in goals, uh, only two eight seven goals per game. But definitely, he I mean, he's your prototypical s- setup man as opposed to a sniper. He's always sent the puck over to Jacob Voracek. So, yep, we'll
1: see how that works out for him this year. There you go. Uh, okay, we're into the top five, and let's let's hear your five. All right, number five for me is probably one of the most underrated D-men of all
0: time, Mark Howe. I haven't met number five. Do you long. really? Yeah. <laughs> I swear we haven't looked at these lists. Yeah, we, we haven't. We have not compared lists. Mark Hyde. Mark, Mark Howe, Hall of Fame defenseman. He he is the, I believe, the highest scoring defenseman for the Flyers. Have he has 480 points uh, and the most goals at 138. So he really leads... All categories for this team, uh, but just a solid all-around defenseman. I mean, he was there for their their Stanley Cup runs in the in the 80, in the eighties. Yeah, he was he
1: was rock solid. He didn't he, win any cups with the Flyers, though. No, um, but I mean, you you look at the legacy he has to fill. Right, you come into the league as a defenseman, and you're you know you're who your dad is. He yeah. actually lived up to the hype pretty dang well, I thought. Yeah. You know, he handled the pressure. He played very, very good on the back end. Uh, you knew what you were getting every night. He was, he to me, he almost kind of seemed like a, um, boy, I mean, just.
0: Well, he was almost like, I would say, to. I'd say that he was, he's like a Drew Dowdy. Like he's not, okay. he's That's not fair. super great offensively. He's not going to, he's not putting up like. Who the Eric Carlson of the time would have been like a Paul Coffey or, you know, well, I mean, Mark Howe, though, 0.8 points per game is true, it's true, but he did play in the 80s. That is true, so he was there's a lot of goals going in, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he still had 138 goals, which is nothing to bat, you know, bat an eye at in terms of uh, defensemen for goals, but yeah, I think Mark Howe is the best defenseman ever play for the Philadelphia Flyers, and uh, yeah, all right. There you go. Number four. Number four is Bill Barber for Dude, me. Dude, samesies. Samesies. Second all-time in points for the Flyers, and he won two Stanley Cups with uh, with this team in the 70s. It was 75 and 76. Or was it 74 and 75? One of those two.
1: <laughs> Cups? 74 and 75. So.
0: 74. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he actually has the most goals all-time for the Flyers. It was 420. And uh, second most points at 883.
1: So, yeah was part of that that amazing canada cup team in 76 yes that too that too so there's a there's a nice little notch in your belt
0: he uh yeah those i mean that nothing nothing to yeah he has to be in the top the top 5 for for the flyers he he also had a uh a very good playoff in 79 80 at 21 points in 19 games uh, always a performer in the playoffs too so uh yeah you look you look at great career for Bill Barber just missed the top three okay the top three are definitely yeah they're they, big names they need to be in there I saw a list who's your number three Bernie perrant okay yeah so I have Lindros perrant Clark as my three two one okay so I'm assuming you have perrant Lindros Clark that is true yes Clark easy easy number one like it's Best not smile even, the games ever seen yes and it's not even close like 1,210 points, and he played over over 1,100 games for the Flyers.
1: Yes. Like, over a point per game at that kind of production in that era, early
0: in the 70s. And almost 1,500 penalty minutes. So he was. Uh, Dude was he everything, did everything that
1: embodied a Flyer.
0: And the guy had freaking diabetes in the 70s. Ooh. Like, type 1 diabetes in the 70s wasn't like. It's not like, you know, now where you guys have like a little pager. Like my right. brother has diabetes, you know, he's got, he got a little pager and it just does everything for him. Then you're like, you're doing shots during the game, like pretty crazy stuff, what what he had to do. But yeah, I mean, Bobby Clark, definitely the best flyer of all time. There's I don't think there's any question, no no list that I saw. Actually, I did see a list where they had Bernie Perrant, number one.
1: Okay. I mean, he, he did get he both was kind of, of, smites. Right. So you think about that, right. and yeah, for a franchise that's only won two cups, and he's got both of the smites. I mean, yeah. hey.
0: Yeah, I mean, also the fact that like, he played a lot of games. I mean, Ron Hextall played in more games than Bernie Perrant, but Bernie Perrant played more minutes. And Bernie Perrant, yeah, so Bernie Perrant, just phenomenal. 50 shutouts in 486 games. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that something happened to him that he didn't end up playing more games than that. But Yeah, I don't know. I
1: mean... Uh, and as far as putting Lindros right above him, though... He also
0: from, played on the Bruins. Sorry. That's true, he did, didn't he? Um, and the Leafs. Um, yeah, for a minute. <laughs> he actually went to the WHA and played for the Philadelphia Brazers, Blazers Ooh. before going to the Flyers and winning the Cup.
1: Yeah, what a, what a career then, if you... Uh, yeah, for me, though, Lindros, I put him right above Perron just because, again, he doesn't have the hardware, but... This guy was so freaking good, and you talk about that—that that line we talked about earlier with John LeClair. He was just a monster, and that one point three five points per game was just yeah. crazy good crazy. in an era where nobody was scoring goals. I mean, he just—he was—he could have been like that next big thing when you talk about the Messiers and the Gretzky's, yeah. right? Except he, for the
0: Lindros did win the heart. Oh, that's right, he did. Didn't. He won the heart yeah. in '95 during that lockout year. Uh, which which in that lockout year he had seventy points in forty six games, so
1: freaking good, <laughs> so crazy, and he really didn't have much around him too, which is just crazy. I think he carried that team a lot of nights. Um, I mean, yeah, Philly had had some I, really good. I would pieces, just say
0: but. this about Lindros is that at one point he was the best player in the NHL, absolutely, and that makes you like you you had your best season as the best player in the NHL on this team. You have to be in the top three. I saw someone who. Took him off the list because they didn't like the way that he left the Flyers. What? He said, give, give me a break. like, we don't like Eric Lindros anymore because his dad. Shut you know, up. Is stupid. Shut up. Stupid.
1: Like, I could understand maybe if you put him at, I don't know, maybe I could make an argument for four or something like that, but because he wasn't there for a super long period of time. I mean, he only played, he played under 500 games. So you think of guys who have a little bit more longevity with the team, sure,
0: maybe you could make that argument, but... Dude, his time I mean, there. He still played just... eight games with them, or eight seasons with them. I know eight
1: games. <laughs> I he still played eight right.
0: seasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that some of those seasons were were shortened seasons because of injury. But uh, I mean, is Eric Lindros is probably if if he had been healthy, we'd be talking about him in I think in terms of like who was better. Sidney Crosby or Eric Lindros. Like, he was that good. He was that dominant. He was. And I, I think that he gets forgotten because he did have, uh, he was kind of a tool at times. <laughs> he was a little I mean, bit. Think, like the way he entered the NHL, he went, Oh, I don't want to, I won't, I'm not going to play for the Quebec Nordiques. I don't want to play. Imagine, imagine if he had just stayed with the Quebec Nordiques. And gone to Colorado. Well, granted, Forsberg wouldn't have been in Colorado. So, That's true. Uh, so there, there is that. But, I mean, the fact that he, he could have played with Joe Sackick and Matt Sundin. That team, at one point, the Quebec Nordiques had Joe Sackick, Matt Sundin, and Eric Lindros. It's like today's Ottawa Senators.
1: You had <laughs> Hoffman, Stone, Carlson, Shabbat at one point. And, and you
0: got rid of all of them and they blew it like what the flip yeah. Ottawa's was not going to win a cup Colorado no that's true yeah <laughs> did you just compare Mike Hoffman to Matt Sundin not at all no not at all Don't, i feel like you did no
1: i no, feel like no no let's move on bit. move past it let's, Bobby wait. clark number 1 so, yeah, Bobby, greatest
0: flyer of all time <laughs> yes um you know there there was there was one guy i didn't talk about in my just miss and, and he... You know, as as I kind of rounded out my list, I'll say there's one guy that I thought very hard about putting on this list, who I think could maybe find his way onto this list if let's say, let's say the Flyers have a nice turnaround and they they end up being pretty darn good here, and and he he moves up this list. Jakub Voracek's 15th all time in scoring. If he let's say he has. We'll we'll assume Jakub Voracek plays for the Flyers for another three years. Let's say he puts up sixty points per year. All of a sudden, you find Jakub Voracek probably fifth all time in scoring for the Flyers, and suddenly does he make this list over some guys? That's possible,
1: you know. Yeah, I think I, maybe in another five to ten years too, we could talk about Carter Hart's name too. That's possible.
0: So, you're just got to get you're some harder on him than I am. I am a little bit. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. But, well. There's there's lots of guys that we could. I mean, some guy from this era will you know that's 20 years old that's playing on the Flyers like a Provorov or Konechny, Konechny. Or, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe one of those guys Guts becomes the, the the superstar. But I feel like with this team's history, you almost have to go to the finals or do something pretty significant in the playoffs because that that definitely has played a factor into. You know my who list. the
1: frick I forgot on my list? Michael Leighton. Why didn't I freaking put Dude, him on yeah, my list? I mean,
0: he should have been in here.
1: Took him to the Stanley Cup final.
0: That's right. It, all him.
1: Although because he let that softy goal in from Patrick Kane, does he deserve to not
0: be on anybody's list anymore for all time because ouch because of that. Ouch. Yeah. Anyways. Well, that's our list. Let us know what you think at OT Hockey Talk. Uh this was a quick one, really, because we just agreed on everything accidentally. So uh the next team that we're gonna do is Oh, you're looking at me. I'm looking at you. Let's go Western Conference.
1: Yes, we I'll, should go Western, pick Western Conference. Conference.
0: Absolutely. What uh, about have we we haven't done the Edmonton Oilers yet? We have not, and that would be an interesting list. Let's do the Edmonton Oilers next. Okay, that'll be our team next. Done and done. All right, let us know what you think of our list at OT Hockey Talk, and uh, you can you know you can let us know preemptively who should be on this Oilers list. Uh, obviously, Wayne Gretzky's at the top, uh, or is Connor McDavid at the top? Oh, this is crazy. Just shut up. Just, move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. <laughs>